Okay, it wasn't too long ago that Apple came out with the uh, Apple 10, the iPhone uh, 10, and I was uh, kind of looking at the specs, and then I looked at the price, and then I went, okay, thanks, but no thanks. It was $1,700. $1,700 bucks for the top-line uh, Apple 10 phone. Well, Samsung has uh, upped the ante with their brand-new uh, Galaxy Fold phone. It is out, and it costs, you ready for this? Hang on to your wallets. Two grand, $2,000. Now, it's got some cutting-edge technology, but it's also looks like got some uh, pretty big problems that uh, early adopters are complaining about. Let's welcome in tech expert Patrick O'Rourke. He is with uh, Maple Syrup, and he joins us here, or Mobile Syrup, I'm sorry. He uh, joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Patrick, good afternoon. Uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, joining us. Uh, just first off, uh, for those that are not in the know, can you tell us about the, the Galaxy Fold and why it's so uh, cutting edge? This has got uh, the world's first smartphone with a folding screen? Yeah, uh, sure. So foldable phones are something that we've heard about for quite a while now. Uh, we've seen concept designs, patent filings, all kinds of things about them. Um, but the Galaxy Fold, Samsung's Galaxy Fold, is the first one to commercially be released um, to the public. So a regular person could go and purchase this phone when it's finally available. Um, and basically, it's it's two phones, um, sort of not actually taped together, um, <laughs> with a bendable screen in between them. And that's that's the gist of what, uh, what the Galaxy Fold is. Yeah, if I could go really old school, uh, it kind of looks like a checkbook. And remember, like your mom, dad would open up a checkbook to, sure. to write a check. Uh, that's kind of the presentation and just exactly when it's completely open the galaxy fold uh how much screen space are we looking at it looks pretty big so it's a pretty expansive screen um and i think that's probably one of the more cool things about it is the fact that it basically doubles the screen size of the phone when you have it unfolded to uh 7.3 inches which is a pretty sizable display um i think in samsung's mind this gives you more screen real estate to, to browse the web to scroll through twitter to scroll through instagram that's sort of their idea behind behind the concept. Um, but we're going to start seeing these foldable devices from other companies in, in the future as well. This is this is just Samsung being first at the gate, really. All right. And so the idea is to kind of uh, meld. I mean, that's why I've got right now an iPhone 7 Plus. And the reason I got that a few years back was because uh, I could get rid of the iPad. It was big enough for me to really be able to kind of surf the net and do some work. And it didn't feel as if I needed a tablet and a phone any longer. Is that what they're trying to do is meld those two worlds? I think so. I mean, I, I went through the same thing, right? I, I now use an iPhone XS Max. It's a really, really big phone. I feel that I really don't need a, a tablet or an iPad anymore because my phone is almost as big as an iPad. Um, so I think this is that same same idea. But I, one thing I just want to mention about foldable phones is I, I don't know if uh, they really need to exist. In a way, it almost seems like companies trying to reinvent the smartphone and trying to get people excited about them again hmm. um, without having a, a practical purpose for the, the folding utility. Because that's um, been the complaint, particularly when Apple does their press conference and uh, releases their new phone. It used to be something that was really exciting and there were all of these great new innovative uh, features. But the, the complaint has been the last few times around that there's really kind of nothing new here. Definitely. That, that's totally true. Uh, phones are very iterative now. Pretty much any flagship device that you buy from a manufacturer is going to be fine. You're going to be happy with it. But it's also going to look almost exactly like the phone that you had before and perform almost exactly like that device. This is different. This is exciting. This is experimental. But it's also ridiculously expensive. 
Yeah, as I mentioned, two thousand dollars upwards of uh, two grand, and it's also uh, well got some problems as well. Uh, tell us what some uh, early adopters are, are saying about the new Galaxy Fold. Sure. So it's not available yet to the public right now. The phone is only in the hands of uh, influencers, YouTubers, and, and tech journalists like myself. Um, and there's been various reports of different issues with the display. Some seem to involve um, the display itself malfunctioning, uh, parts of it kind of pushing through the LCD, uh, of the AMOLED part of the, the screen. Um, and then there's another issue where uh, people are removing what looks like a screen protector on the screen, but is actually um, an adhesive that's holding the foldable display together. And then this display just outright stops working. Um, and it's probably worth mentioning there's a notification on the packaging um, that says don't do this, don't remove this display, this like little little screen protector. Right. Um, but it is somewhat difficult to see. So it, it this kind of faults on both sides here. Maybe people should have been a little more careful, but also Samsung probably should have let people know ahead of time that you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, I mean, how amazing is it in this day and age and uh, the age of research and development being as cutting edge as it is that you would release a product like this? Uh, again, early days, as you mentioned, it's just in the hands of, uh, you know, tech journalists and some uh, social media influencers. But they're going online now and saying, basically, this thing's kind of junk. It broke after a day. Yeah, it, it's pretty interesting. I mean, I think in a way... Samsung wanted to get this device out before its competitors so that it could say that it was first. I think, in a sense, these people that have the phone early and when the general public starts buying it early, we're almost beta testers in a way, right? Testing out this this new form factor, this new way of using a phone. Um, and that's part of why the price is so high, because I truly don't think that Samsung wants it to sell incredibly well. This is an experimental device that I'm sure is very hard for them to manufacture. This is more of, um, in a way, it's like a PR play. Like, we were first. We got this out right away. Uh, Huawei is going to come out with their Mate X uh, in roughly a couple months, but we were first. We were the first company to get it out the door. You know, there's an old saying in journalism, uh, you know, there's this rush to be first, uh, but nobody remembers if you're first. But if you're first and you're wrong, everybody remembers. And is that what Samsung's maybe got on their hands here with this uh, first foldable smartphone? I think one of the things to keep in mind is that uh, only a very limited amount of people have it right now. Um, and in terms of cases of it being broken, I think as far as I could tell yesterday when I was writing about it, there's probably only five. I don't know how many are out there in the wild, and that's definitely not a good indication of what it's going to look like when they when they drop it to the public. Um, but I think we have to see what happens when it's when it's finally released. They could change the packaging. This whole screen adhesive thing could just blow over. Um, and, then, and then in terms of faulty just faulty displays that don't have to do with the screen adhesive, there's a possibility that there might not be a ton of them out there. And that was just like a bad, a bad lemon in, in the batch of phones. Um, so I, I'm sort of waiting on the fence until the phone's actually, actually released before I pass final judgment, because in general, it's, it's a pretty solid device. I was actually surprised at how usable it was. I really didn't expect it to be a, a great smartphone. And I, I wouldn't say that it's great, but it's definitely a, a usable device. Yeah, but uh, this is the narrative that's uh, developing, and you know the reason we've got you on here this afternoon, uh, that we're talking about it, that people are talking about it, uh, it's getting some chatter and starting to uh, trend in certain places, that uh, this phone uh, is easily broken, it's uh, breaking in people's uh, hands. And, you know, I also hearken back to Samsung and, of course, all the battery problems uh, they, they had just a few years back, and uh, can they afford to, uh, you know, have this, the Galaxy Fold, fail? It's definitely not a good look for them. I mean, there was issues with the Note 5 and the S Pen, and then after that they had the 
the Note 7 fiasco that was arguably a much bigger deal in this because that's one of their massive flagship phones. Um, it's, it's, it's bad news for Samsung, regardless of how you look at it. Um, I think in their mind, they just need to really hope that this doesn't blow up into to something as big as that. Um, but they did turn it around after the, the Note 7. But I mean, they also like the general public could be getting tired of these disasters, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if these are the first foldable phones that are, are being released to the public and they're having issues, it's going to be difficult to convince people to pick up the second and third iteration of this same concept. Speaking of, and we're going to go to the phones in a second uh, on this for people that have got smartphones that are working. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Patrick, uh, it, does it is it worth being a early adopter, uh, a first adopter uh, as a tech journalist? What does your experience tell you? Is it better to wait for that second or third iteration? I, I always tell people that you basically never want to buy a first generation product, regardless of who it's coming from, whether it's Samsung or Apple, um, particularly in this case, because this marks the biggest shift in smartphone design that we've probably seen in 10 years. Um, I would still be an early adopter if, if I didn't do this for a living just because I love tech products and I like experimental tech. And I think that's why I'm excited about the Galaxy Fold and still think it's pretty cool. Um, but th- this isn't the phone for the average person. Um, you're, you're fine with your iPhone 6S. Wait a couple years, foldable phones will uh, be figured out their form factors will start to make sense. The build quality will get better. And more importantly, software will, st- will start to adapt to them and start to make use of foldable displays. Mm-hmm. And that's just not the case right now. All right. Patrick O'Rourke with Mobile Syrup. Patrick, really appreciate the time with us on this uh, Thursday and have a great long weekend. No problem. Thanks for having me.